Just serve you, Lord. That's all I want to do is serve you, Lord. That's all, Lord. It's only you, Lord. It's only you, my Oh, we thank you, Lord. Yes, he shines brighter than anything. He shines brighter. He shines so bright. Even in our dark places, he shines bright. No matter what place you're in on this morning, just let your light shine. Let the light of our Lord God shine. Let his light shine. Let his light shine. Shabaya Narosaya. Oh, we give him the glory. Hallelujah. just a moment of just some worship. Amen. Just coming before the Lord this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. We just want to reverence him. We just want to just reverence him. We just want to just reverence him on this morning. He is so good. Hallelujah. We're not in a rush. We don't rush God. We let God be God. Hallelujah. Because God is so precious. Hallelujah. He is just so good. His mercy endures forever. I say his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Oh. Oh, he's my Lord and King. You are the healer for my Now, before we go into our morning, hallelujah, service on this morning, 
a year of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. We praise you. Yes. He means the world to us. Hallelujah. He means the world to us. Amen. And glory to his name. We just thank the Lord on this morning. We thank the Lord that you are with us on this morning. Get a little bit of echo. Amen. Let me tune this in a little bit. There we go. Hallelujah. We give you glory, Lord. We give you praise. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and being glad therein. Hallelujah. I thank everybody for joining us. We're going into our morning. Hallelujah. Teaching. Hallelujah. Service. Logo service. Service. Amen. We just wanted to worship some this morning and just let the presence of the Lord to be here with us on today. I thank God for you. Amen. I know we start pretty early, but this is the time that the Lord gave us. Amen. Hallelujah. And we have to obey the time. Amen. And and just our sacrifice. Hallelujah. It's something that God's to do in the early morning glory. Hallelujah. Amen. We're so used to maybe 1030 service, 11 o'clock service, 12 o'clock service, 2 o'clock service. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what God gave you. Amen. But God gave us early morning glory. Amen. So we're here early. Hallelujah for the Lord. Amen. And whatever he chooses to do on this morning, we just going to flow with him. Amen. Thank God for your life. Thank God for you, mother. Hallelujah for being here this morning with me. Hallelujah. You're no stranger here. You've always been the mother of the house. Amen. So I just thank God for you being here um, with me on this morning and all those that are joining in and know that we're here in person. I know COVID-19 have shut many doors. COVID-19 have scared many away. But COVID-19 is just something that came through. Amen. But I believe God is God and God um, is a God that wants us to continue to fellowship with one another. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, we use wisdom to protect ourselves, but I know for sure he don't want us to close the doors and don't want us to stop coming into the house of the Lord. It's something about coming in and assembling ourselves with the local church. We are the church, so we take the church wherever we go, but coming together in the local church is so vital because we come here to get revived. We come here to get refreshed. We come here to hear the word, to be able to go back out and what make disciples amen go back out and release what the lord have given us through his word and through the strength that god have given us to us amen so do not forsake the assembly amen if god have called you to a place to worship a place to serve a place to give come and make sure that you be obedient to the things of god amen maybe god did not call you to come particularly into this house but he said for you to give amen to help out we have um god takes care of everything in his house when it comes to all the bills but he uses people amen to be a blessing to be a blessing to help in those areas amen so for all of those who maybe never have been here but you have sown seeds into this house i first of all want to personally say thank you thank you very much for sowing into this house even though you have not stepped a foot in this house but um when i look into the account i see your seed amen and and your seed offering and i just want to personally say thank you amen for being obedient to the voice of god because i've never asked you you never said hey i'm going to do this you just chose out of your heart through the obedience of god speaking to you to sow into this house so thank you because every seed that is sown knowing know that it's being used for the kingdom of god is being used for the work of god 
and to do the things of the God. I, I'm not on salary and I'm not on payroll. Everything that I do, I do it um, out of my own hallelujah pocket, amen, by God's grace. And by God's grace, he's seeing me through, amen, to be able to do full-time ministry, amen, hallelujah. So I thank God for the resources and everything that he's given us to also be a help in the community as we give out food every last Tuesday of the month at New Day African Market. But we are a full-time um, food pantry here at our location, 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Some of you don't have a church local home, and you're just at home, and you're right in the area. Stop by. Come by. We're here 845 to 1045 on Sundays, and then we have our in-counseling um, hours on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., and then we have our online counseling on Tuesdays and Wednesday from 5 a.m. till 8.30 a.m. So we have the 5 a.m. to 8.30 online counseling, 15-minute segments, counseling services, and then we have our in-person at the church from 7 to 9 a.m. So you may be having some marital um, situations or family situations or just some personal situations. Come on out. We have not only um, pastors here, we have licensed um, psychologists, counselors, spiritual counselors to be able to help assess your need. And also we have um, also great men of God to be able to pray for you. Amen. So let's make sure that we utilize the services that's giving. Amen to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Because I know that we will be a blessing because a lot is going on right now. People mind. Hallelujah. Um is, is, is some of it is, 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 is not sound. And I'm praying that the Lord God brings soundness back to the mind of the people of God. Hallelujah. So that's why we are in the year of faith. Amen. Because the year of faith helps us what hear and hear the word of God. And when we're hearing the word of God, it activates our faith. It allows our faith to arise so that our mind can be what renewed and what transformed, amen, because the Bible reminds us about the renewing of our mind, amen, and our minds need to make sure that they are renewed because in the renewing of our mind, God is speaking to us, God is relaying information to us so that we can be in the right place at the right time. That's why I said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Amen. That we are making sure holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Because when we're presenting our body as a living sacrifice, then the Holy Spirit inside of us can begin to be activated, amen, and that we're able to be set apart from these things that's going on. And so that when it comes to verse 2, we're able to not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed, renewed, meaning refreshed, hallelujah, meaning turn away, coming into a new 
hallelujah, by the renewing of our mind. Our mind is being renewed. Our mind is being refreshed. Our mind is being activated. Our mind is being relieved and being regenerated. And our mind is reconciling away from all the hurts and the pains. And our mind is not retaliating, but our mind is regenerating. Our mind is coming to a place of newness. Amen. That you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God, meaning that we're maturing more like Christ, to be more like Christ. We're no longer arguing over spilt milk. We're no longer arguing over pity patty stuff. We're not arguing over if they don't speak to us or if they don't like us. We're not arguing over those things because we know that we're here for God and God alone. And we've been in the book of Hebrews 11 talking about now faith. And that's why the year of faith is so vital to us because it allows our faith to be activated. Amen. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word on this morning, even as we go into our Sunday school locals, into our said right now living word of the word that will be ministered on this morning as we flow right into it. I pray that the Holy Spirit decrease me, that you may increase and allow the Spirit of the Lord to continue to speak through me, that your people would be reformed, transformed, to be transitioned into the position that you have called them to, and allowing their faith to be activated and their hearts to be opened and to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, and that this word is able to be with them, and they continue to take it with them, and it would not fall away, but it would be something that would be in their heart and that they'll be able to take things out of this word and be able to use it in their everyday walk in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So I thought I was going to sit down, but I, I just don't feel like that today. Amen. Is that okay, Mama? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about um, we've been talking about faith. Amen. And I said our word derived from Hebrew 11. Hallelujah. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for from those who have just been joining us. We've been, I think this is our fourth week now, mother, that's been talking about faith. So it's like a series and we're not going to finish until we're done. So you have to go back to the Sunday messages and to be able to get the message so that you can be on board with us so that you won't feel like you're lost. But I'm going to make sure that I come down and I speak slow, slow, so that you have an understanding, amen, but you have to go back and get the other series because it's going to bless you, and I don't want you to miss anything, but I will tell you that the elements of faith that we begin, we began to talk about um, was the elements of prayer of faith and righteousness and, um, and also the word of God, the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. But I wanted to touch a little bit on this morning, the name, amen, about the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because um, we, 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 we talked about the name, amen. But because of the time and everything, we wasn't able to dive all the way into the name. So the name, hallelujah, was talked about in our um, uh, week that we talked about in the book of Proverbs. But I believe that the name of Jesus, amen, is very vital because it's only in the name of Jesus, amen, hallelujah, that 
we able to do all things. Hallelujah. So as we begin to talk about the name, I believe for sure um, it's in the name. Hallelujah. It's, it's always in the name. Hallelujah. The name that's above all names. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So it was something about a good name. Hallelujah. And what we talked about a good name because faith comes by what hearing and hearing of the word of god amen so now faith now faith is the substance of things what hope for the evidence the reality of things what's seen so faith is the spiritual substance that causes the things that's hoped for to what come to reality so we know by faith that it's only by jesus christ who saved us amen it's only by his grace and his mercy it's only by the blood of jesus that we're able to do what we're able to do and only the reason why we have the power and authority that has been invested in us is because of Jesus and it's about the name amen the real power lays in lies in the name of Jesus so the name of Jesus is also another element of our faith because when we're able to pray in his name hallelujah things begin to what manifest things begin to what happen we've been talking about the written word which is God word which is God himself turning into a spoken word spoken through you and me becoming a living word the manifestation of things to happen in that living word has a lot to do with us calling on the name of Jesus because it's only in the name of Jesus is things being activated. So in order for our faith to be activated, we have to not only be able to call on his name, but we must live in his name, meaning we must be connected to his name. We must have intimacy, hallelujah, with his name, meaning we have to have relationship with him in order to even call his name. You can't call on the name of Jesus, mother, if you have no relationship you can't call on the name of jesus if you don't know him how you gonna call on a name that you don't know you call on a name that you know like i know mother felicia amen so i call her even though her name is felicia but i say mother because she's a mother amen so when i say mother and even though i may not say felicia she knows her name because mother hallelujah is the foundation of the respect that we're saying she we holding her to a higher extent because she's a mother of the church that she's a mother of honor she's a mother of integrity she's a mother of wisdom so we hold her at a, at a at a high extent like when i went to ghana and the one lady came to me and she said hey i i know you're an apostle and everything but we want to call you auntie and i said auntie and the lady she was much older than me and i said well i'm saying to myself like well i would think that she would say she's my auntie or you know, maybe she's a mother to me. And so I didn't look at it being the name, me being an apostle. Oh, you don't want to call me apostle? No, I didn't because that's just a gift. Amen. It's not even about uh, being an apostle. It's a gift that I'm operating in. But what I realized that when I began to question and ask, well, why do you want to call me auntie? And they said, because of the honor and respect we look at you and we hold you up to you come to our country you always doing good and you're always serving and helping god's people we just love your character we love your love we just love your integrity we love what we see when you come we see the light in you and we just see that you're inspiration to many of us so we want to call you auntie and it was an honor amen to just know that they want to call me auntie amen and because of that 
I received auntie in Ghana, amen. So some call me auntie, and then there's others that call me mom. You know, I was there when um, a couple of apostles, my, my favorite apostles and pastors that are there, they y'all know who y'all are, amen, hallelujah. And I tell you, they, they, they've been in ministry much longer than me. And not only did they've been in ministry much longer than me, but I just see the grace of God upon their life, the anointing, the, the, the fire of God upon their life. And they're older than me. And it's not by too much, you know, but some may not be. And then some just been in ministry just a little longer. And they always say, Mom. And I'm saying to myself, like, well, no, I, I want to say general to you. I want to say father to you. And they're always saying, no, Mom, Mom, because they hold me to a high esteem. I honor of mother, amen, not because I'm so great or because I'm this and that. No, it's just the respect that they have for me and the respect that they have for and the ministry that God has entrusted me with. So I thank God for their life, for honoring that. And most people, you know, they don't like to reverence you from who you are, you know, sometimes because the enemy allows jealousy and envy and all these things to get in the way. But you need to give honor where honor is due. Amen. Especially if somebody has poured into your life, somebody have given you, even though they may have not given you everything, amen, but they have given you something to start off when you had nothing. So the power lies in the name amen the power lies in the name of jesus amen so philippians 2 9 and 1 therefore god has therefore god has highly exalted him and freely bestowed on him the name that is above every name that at mention of the name of jesus every knee shall bow of those of heaven those on earth and those under the earth and that every tongue shall confess that jesus christ is the lord of glory of god the father amen we're talking about the name of jesus another element of our faith amen the name of jesus comes from a greek hallelujah word meaning savior hallelujah jesus the name jesus is means savior Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus have come down to what saved us. He have given us life. Amen. He have given us the ability to live again. Hallelujah. He died for us. He went to Calvary for us. He gave up himself for us. Even though we are sometimes ungrateful, unthankful, but he have given us what life. He have given us a, a second chance. He died for us, for us to have redemption, for us to have the grace and mercy that has been given unto uh, unto us amen so it's only by the name of jesus amen how the lord god he saved us amen so at this particular time he humbled himself amen he humbled himself coming down off the throne and humbling himself, becoming obedient, hallelujah, to the point of death, amen, dying, but resurrecting and living again, he's volunteering, he, he didn't just say, hallelujah, you know, he coming, will we be willing to volunteer and die for somebody, mama, will we be willing to volunteer and say, hey, I give up my life for somebody, are we willing to volunteer and say, hey, I give my all to somebody, Jesus died for us, he volunteered his life for us, he died just for you and me, amen, for our sins, amen, and God exalted him, amen, by giving him the power in the name of Jesus, so the name became so powerful, why, because of death, amen, see, it's something about the name, your name has to be a good name, your name has to represent Jesus, amen, see, now we know a name that is above 
God. Lord, why? Because he's glorious. It's something about worship when you know and you feel the presence of God. When God comes down out of the, out of the heavens and just sit himself in your midst, you feel such a heavy presence. You feel an angelic presence. You feel a peace. You feel a love. You feel something that is so glorious and you know it's not nothing that human can give you a mind but it's only jesus that can give you that love it's only jesus that can give you that touch it's only jesus that's able to speak to your heart when your heart is broken it's only jesus that's able to speak to your mind when your mind is almost gone it's only jesus that's able to provide all of your needs through his glories and riches. People ain't providing for you. You can't provide for you, mother. But Jesus Christ of Nazareth can only provide for you. So it's something about the name of Jesus that's above all names. Amen. It's above all situations. His name is above all your problems. His name is above all your circumstances. Amen. Amen. It's only the name of Jesus no bishop and no apostle no man woman or child can compare to the name of jesus i don't care if you're a doctor if you're a president if you're a co-worker a ceo nothing compares to the name of jesus he don't need a doctorate in front of his name and he don't need a parent behind his name because he is the name the name of jesus see another thing we got to understand infirmities and, and, and disease and anxieties and things like that has their own name depression has its own name unemployment has its own name weakness has its own name but when we call on the name of Jesus those names have to what bow down to his name so depression has to bow down anxiety has to bow down poverty has to bow down infirmities have to bow down mother loneliness has to bow down come on now all these other employment and doubt has to bow down to the name of Jesus. That's why we have to know how to call on the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So whatever trial or circumstances that you may be facing, amen, you got to know that there's a greater name that you can call on that will overtake those circumstances, those situations, those trials and tribulations. It is the name of Jesus. When you're feeling down and out and don't know what to do and don't know what to say and you don't know what direction to go in i'm talking about a name i'm talking about the name of jesus another activation of our faith you can call on the name of jesus and he will set you free not only will he set you free but he will also be there for you and me so it's something about calling the name of jesus for he is the way the truth and the life amen he wants to let your good he wants to let you know that when you call on his name there's something glorious amen when you mention his name in the earthly realm he has to what move hallelujah on your behalf you don't have to wait to get to heaven for things to move in the earthly realm all you have to do is not only be connected to the name but you gotta have relationship in the name and have intimacy with the name and then you can call on the name so there are 
different ingredients in order for you to be able to mix it all together, to be able to get something that come out very good. Amen. Calling on the name of Jesus. It is the name was is a good name. Hallelujah. Like in Isaiah 41, it says, the Lord God have called me from the womb, from the bowels of my mother. He have what mentioned my name, the name that brings what favor. Hallelujah. Because Proverbs 21 says, loving favor rather than silver and gold, meaning that a good name should be rather than silver and gold. It should be your the name of Jesus that you should rather call on than your own intellect or your own wisdom or your own education or your own wealth. Yes, he gives you information. He gives you wisdom. He gives you knowledge. He gives you understanding. But in all those aspects of what he's giving you, it's only behind the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is in the forefront. And those things are given to you when you call on his name. Amen. Because it's something about his name. His name allows integrity to arise in you. Your character to arise. Amen. It allows you to be able to walk upright in the things that he have not only called you into, but the things that he are bringing you into. So it is the name of Jesus that is the element of our faith that's being activated when we call on the name of Jesus. So as we begin to pray, as we begin to be in the word of God and allow our, not our own righteousness, but the righteousness of God and allow the Holy Spirit to be activated. And then when we begin to call on our name, now our faith is being activated. So now we're talking about faith activation. Amen. Faith is is often compared to a muscle. It needs to be what strengthened through exercise. It takes faith to be an overcomer. And faith is of the heart. So we must continue to work our muscle, which is our heart, to make sure it's what? Pure. We got to make sure that our heart is clean. We got to make sure that our heart, hallelujah, continue to be um, pure and clean so we can exercise our faith muscle. Because we need our heart. Because without the heart, you won't be able to live. Your heart needs a heart checkup daily. Because your heart has to function daily. Your heart has to pump daily. Your heart has to stay connected to every um, 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 system in your body so that it can operate properly daily. Amen. So in the beginning, I said, okay, how do we activate our faith? Well, first of all, you have to understand what activation means. Amen. So before we go further, amen, we have to understand what activation means. Activation is the action or process of making something active or um, operable. Amen. Then as I remember that the substance of faith, remember it says now faith is the substance. So when I begin to remember that the substance of faith is my brand. Now, what is my brand? I'm glad you asked. My brand is the thing I'm hoping for, right? For right. So I research what brand activation means. Brand activation is a marketing discipline and a um, revelatory new term in the industry. Brand activation is the art of driving consumer action through brand interaction and experience. Now, faith has been 
originated for us. So what does our faith does when it has been branded and then it has been activated? So when I put brand activation together, mother, I understand that now faith has allowed us to be activated means that we are cranked up. You know, when you start a car up, you're like, and it's cranking up and it crank up. But then sometimes if you don't put enough oil in it or if the spark plug is bad, it won't crank up. It'll go, but it won't go, amen. So you got to know that there is a default in your system, but we are cranked up. So when we are coming into the presence and when we're in the presence and even when we're leaving God's presence, we're still taking the glory with us. We are what? Cranked up. It means that we drive, we move, we run, we set it off, we spark something, we start something, we touch off, trigger, turn on, amen. So it kicks over, amen, turn over. We're charged, we're electrified, we're energized. The fire of the Holy Spirit is throwing us up, we're generated, hallelujah, we got power. Come on, Apostle A.B. Prince, we're pushing, we're plying until something happens. And now faith, come on, and now, hallelujah, ground. We're plowing until something happened, and now ground. We're persevering until something happened, and now ground. We're praying until something happened, and now ground. Amen? So the ultimate effort of faith is to give us rest. Amen? See, faith taps into the power of God. Amen? Now faith taps into the power of God, and when we're able to tap into the power of God, faith does not develop through our natural ability. It comes through our spiritual ability. It takes the revelation and the grace of God to know that it's only by his grace and his mercy. Amen. So we got to understand that there is always a learning process. Amen. The process teaches us how to win the battle. And we believe not in ourselves or in our education or in our own wisdom. Amen. But we will believe in the power of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is another element of our faith being activated. We believe in the word of God because we know the word of God is true and it's not coming back void. We believe in the name of Jesus because we know that every tongue has to confess and every knee has to bow under the name of Jesus. And in order for our faith to be activated and in order for the power to work inside of us, it's only by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus who has what promised us that what he, first of all, he has saved us to the motor outmost hallelujah so the ongoing salvation is a work of faith it has nothing to do with our feelings or our emotions amen so sometimes it's like most people they go up they go down it's like a yo-yo when you play with a yo-yo it goes up it goes down but at the end of the day we're not like a yo-yo we got to either be in or out and i believe that because of all the listeners that's listening over 257 countries right now and even those that are listening on on podcasts or social media, I believe that we're in because if you're not in, you wouldn't even be on this podcast, amen. If you're not in, mother, you wouldn't even be sitting in this church right now, amen. If you're not in, you won't even be tuned in to Sword TV International Outreach Network because there's nothing special about me, amen. It's only because you was drawn in by the Spirit of God. It was God that drew you in. It was God that pulled you in. It was God that said, come on in to this room, this room filled 
of glory, this room filled of power, this room filled of my word. Amen. So at the end of the day, we're not like something going up and down, but we're in. We're hot. Amen. We're not lukewarm. We're not cold. We're hot. We're fired with the spirit of God. We're fired up with the fire of God. And we are not coming down. Hallelujah. Until God tell us to come down. So we're going to be that watchman on the wall. We're going to be that intercessor in prayer. And we're going to be that prayer warrior. Shatayan, Blosakayan. And always stand in the face of God, in the word of God, praying in the name of Jesus and allowing the Holy Spirit to move in us so that our faith continue to be activated. Because if you don't have no faith in this time and this season, you are doomed. Amen. Because it's only by the faith of God that you are going to survive what's going on in this world today. The government can't help you. The president can't. Nobody but God. It's only God. God, 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 the name of Jesus that's going to be able to help you, going to be able to heal you, going to be able to get you out of whatever you in, going to be able to support you, take care of you financially, going to be able to love you. Hallelujah. I know you got a husband and I know you got a wife, but it's only Jesus Christ that loves you to allow your husband and allow your wife to love you the way that they do. So if your marriage ain't working out, maybe you are misincluding Jesus. When you include Jesus, I'm telling you, your marriage is going to be worked out. Your marriage is going to be glorious. Your marriage is going to be loving. Your marriage is going to be something like when you first met, that first kiss, that first date, that first walk, that first look. Hallelujah. It's something about keeping Jesus in the midst of your marriage. It's something about keeping Jesus in the midst of your finances. It's something about keeping Jesus in the midst of your family. Hallelujah. It's something about keeping Jesus in your ministry, in your business, in your health, in every decision that you make. It is Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus has to be your author and finisher of your faith. Amen. You can't be the author and you definitely can't be the finisher. It's only Jesus Christ that can be the author and finisher of your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. So here goes some basic ways amen that we can work our faith muscle amen and grow more in christ jesus i'm glad that we're right here because you're saying well how can i grow more into him well let's go over to the book of hebrews 11 and 12 excuse me let's go to um, chapter 12 hebrews 12 i told you we're going to be in word hallelujah Chapter 12. And two. Let's start at verse 1. I like to go up and then come down. So um, Hebrews 12. Wait till everybody get here. Gotta get my glasses. coming up soon here I've, I've done well with these two years i get my new pair this this week so i'm excited i said in the name of jesus i need new glasses hallelujah i'm just making sure that 
I get my glasses, amen. Hallelujah. So Hebrew 11, um, 12, let's start in verse 1. It says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily is near us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Good morning. Of our faith. Amen. And who for the joy that was what? Set. That was set. Hallelujah. That was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame. Good morning. Despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. So in um, Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Amen. So the race of faith, we're talking about the ways, hallelujah, we can work our faith muscle and grow in faith. Um, Mother, you've been with us. We've been talking about um, faith. We've been talking about what faith is and the elements of faith. And we talked about the word of God. And then today we talked about the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And now we're activating our faith. Amen. And it's through God's word. Hallelujah. And we're activated in and we talked about brand activation and what activation means. Amen. And now that we have um, learned these things, now we're working our faith muscle. Hallelujah. And one of the ways that we're able to work our faith muscle is our relationship with and in God. It's a difference, not just God, but in, with and in him. Because I told you it's about the intimacy, the relationship. Amen. So we learned that Jesus is what? He's the founder. You know, you have a CEO that's founder of an organization, founder of a company. That's somebody who had what? Had a vision. They was the visionary who what? Jump started. They're the ones who branded it. They're the ones who um, God have given them the, the vision to market it, to push it forth. So they are the founder. And they may not be the one that at the very end that you will see a man handling this vision. So most of the time, like um, what apostles do is they start something, they build something, and then God brings in someone else to what? Finish what they have started, amen. And if you really understand what apostles does, apostles just don't just um, um, pastor churches like that, amen. What God does is he allows them to build and, and, to, and to build a church from ground level and build the church up to where the standards need to be. And then God bring in his pastors, amen. And then the pastors come and the pastors are trained and the pastors begin to what? Not take over the church, but they begin to lead, be the forerunner of the vision, amen, on the calling that God has given them to what? Be to pastor the church so now the pastors are, are pastoring the church they are bringing in the people they are caring for the people they are loving the people and the apostle is just the foundation keeping the ministry um, held to it's like the glue it's like you know when you put up your five fingers I tell you the thumb is the apostle Hallelujah. This is the prophet because it points. Amen. The, the apostle is, is the thumb. Why? Because the thumb gives us support. If you don't have a thumb, um, um, I can't pick up nothing. I can't hold it. I mean, I can pick it up like this, but what happened if it's wide? I won't be, I need the thumb for the foundation. The thumb is the foundation to hold whatever you're trying to hold, right? So the, the apostle is the foundation that holds everything. So that means that if God say, okay, I need you to be my prophet. 
I need you to be my evangelist. I need you to be my pastor. I need you to be my teacher. The apostle is able to operate in all those all those gifts, all those um, 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 areas that God used you. So maybe there's like six people that need to be pastored. Amen. He's not telling you to pastor a big church, but he's saying, okay, I need you to pastor these five people. And then I'll send in a pastor to finish what pastoring them as I bring more. Or he may say, I need you to go be my prophet to go speak over here. Or I may need you to be my evangelist to go out on the street and evangelize them to come in. Maybe I need you to be the teacher to teach just for this particular season to teach truth because there's a lot of divination going on. There's a lot of false teaching going on. There's a, there's a lot of false apostles out there teaching these miracle signs and wonders that ain't even moving anything. So I need you in these areas. So you got to be able to function. So the apostle, that's what it, that's what he or she does. It functions in the gift that God calls you into that time and season. So it doesn't make you just be this overall, like, you know, it, it just makes you able to function in all five fold. Amen. But the, but that's what that, the foundation. So when you have that foundation, you're able to, to move a mind and you're, and when you're able to move there, you got to be very sensitive to the spirit because the spirit may have you move you know and then when the spirit says move i had somebody they was pastoring um god's people for maybe about four years and 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 this is when you know like you you know that you're in the right vein let, let me tell you even though you know the way that things went the people that left the ministry they were healthy because not only signs and wonders was moved in their life Things that God promised them came to pass. They were able to move in their ministries, even though the way that maybe some left wasn't good. But at the end of the day, they were still able to move and function the way that God wanted to go. But God used them for just that season to pastor. But then he said, now I'm calling you up. I need you to be, I need you to be apostle because I now need you to help build ministries. Amen. So even though the people that they used to pastor, maybe it is not a congregation anymore because at that particular time and season, God just needed them to pastor those people. Now that they're where they are in there and most of them now are pastors. So you got to know how you're functioning in the gift that God has given you because maybe it's just a season that he has you to do this in order to what raise up other leaders. So you can't get so caught up on people and, 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 and having them be so attached because like Paul, even though Paul said in many of his books that he wrote, he was saying to the people like, wow, how I will want to stay with you guys, how I will want to not leave because I'm just so content. But at the end of the day, he knew that he had to leave. He knew he had another place he had to go. So we can't be so content in one place, but we can be content in God. So our relationship needs to always stay in God so that we can hear him, so that when he begins to move us, we're able to hear his voice. But when we get out of the relationship with God, I'm not saying, because you know, sometimes people say, well, we, I pray and I do this, okay, but I'm talking about intimacy. Intimacy is different from just praying. Intimacy is different from just go to church. No, intimacy is that you can be in God no matter if you um, on Sunday, you and God Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You and God seven days a week. That's that's your waking up. That's your laying down. That's your breathing. Um, I was somewhere the other day and I began to say something. Then all of a sudden, the Spirit of God just began to come over me. And when it began to come over me, I just spirit and everybody was just looking 
And I was, and, and you know, because see, when you don't know who you are, you would be like, you, you would stop. Because you're like, well, wait a minute, maybe I'm out of order, you know. No, but when the Spirit of God is speaking, you you got to move with the Spirit of God. You don't care what people may say or people may say, oh, it don't take all of that. Oh, you serious? You know, you 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 know. I'm just saying, no. You know, you 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 just going into the Spirit. And then yesterday, I was at an event. Um, one of the pastors and one of my sisters, who loves the Lord, she would begin to speak into his life. And then she just began to just go into the spirit and just fight God. And when she just went into the spirit, it took me back. Like, wow, see, that's how God does. So sometimes God will have you go that way. So don't feel uncomfortable when God takes you sometimes in that way. Maybe God is speaking to you in the spirit. Because you could be talking to somebody and just go into the spirit. And he could be saying something and then it come out of your mouth. And people say, huh, what you say? But that word may be something that you got to give to the person. So let God speak to you. Don't worry about how you look. When you are in a relationship like that with God, he speaks to you in so many different ways. And it doesn't make sense to people people don't know like well why do you do this why do you do that why you have this but why would you go there you have this why would you go there i had somebody say oh well you could just um you know just tell they say you know apostle just rest you know the lady told me she said i just see you just you just you just need to rest i said okay i'm resting like i'm resting <laughs> she said no no just let the people come to you you know you got the pantry let the no tell the people to come to you people need to come I said, okay. I said, they come. I said, but I have to, if, if God's, to, I have to see the thing is we, we get so caught up in the building, the, the building. But remember, we just came out of COVID-19. And remember the buildings didn't matter because we couldn't come into the buildings. You had to be the church wherever you were. So we get caught up in the buildings, mom. He said, she, I, no, we have to go out there. He says to what? Matthew 28. It tells us what to do. It says to what? Go, go ye. Go, go means to what? Get out of a place that you're in and go, meaning go outside your beyond. He said what? I'll cast your nets what? Into the what? Deep. Means that something you gotta go in places you don't know. Go in unfamiliar places that you never seen. So, as he casts us out, he may tell us to go to that corner. He may tell us to go. I remember one time he had me set up in Kroger's. Kroger's. The grocery store. Yeah. The Kroger's. Yeah. And let me set a table up in Kroger's. I'll never forget Al 11. I forgot what Al I was. I don't know if it was sugar or, 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 or cereal. But, you know, it was an Al that the kids, all the kids came down to Al. So they wanted something out of that Al. And you could just hear them crying like, oh. You know, when kids most of they start crying. So I tell you, God had me in that aisle. But God, it was so many people that got saved that day in Kroger's. In Kroger's. Now, I didn't know I was going to Kroger's that week, but that's where God sent me. And then God sent me somewhere else. Then he sent me somewhere else. So I don't know sometimes where I end up. Amen? So you got to just go when God tell you to go. No matter where it is, no matter, sometimes people may not show up, but that's okay, you go. Like, you know, um, the, the one lady said, well, we're your workers, I don't see nobody helping you. I said, I know, right? But every time I get there, even though they come and get something, somebody just always say, you need help? And they just start helping, lifting stuff out. I got one load, they lift it out, they do this, then they get their stuff, they leave, and then here comes somebody else. Apostle, let me help you. Apostle, let me help 
mother. And then I said, you know, I want some spinach stew. And then my daughter said, well, and she looked it up, and then she showed mom, and the mom said, and mama, grow spinach. <laughs> Matter of fact, was that spinach the other day? Was that spinach Friday night? Oh, that was good. It was like greens. I was like, oh, I found something else that I like. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. So I like, I, what is it called again? Huckleberry. Huckleberry. I like it. I like it from Cameroon. I said, wow, this tastes like greens. I thought it was spinach. I said, okay. I said, now I got something else. So I'm just saying God will always provide what you need. Now listen to this. This is going to be extra funny. Now we're coming off of a fast ride. So for these last three weeks or whatever, we had no meat at all. Okay? Had nothing but just the soup and the vegetables. So at the end of the day, it's like, okay, 4th of July is coming. I'm like, okay, 4th of July is coming, but I'm just coming off a fast. I can't cook anything. I said, Lord, it'll be to Apostle birthday party on Friday. And they had all the barbecue. Everything. And guess what? The Lord said, now wrap you up a couple of those ribs and you can take them home and then on Monday you can eat some because you'll be off your Hey, God will provide what you need. So I don't have to worry about cutting on the grill. Hallelujah. He has some ribs already there. Why? Because I'm in his name. Because I got relationship. And when you got relationship with the Father, you can call on his name. Why am I telling you these stories? Because you got to be in relationship to call on his name. I'm calling on his name because I'm saying, Father, I want some ribs when I'm when it's time. Father, I want breath when I'm out there doing your work. It's not easy. But it gives you a joy. When, when you're doing something that gives you a joy, oh, that's the best thing you can have. Because just imagine going to work, my son, now that you're here, and going to a job that you don't have no joy in it. And it's like, oh, Lord, I got to go to work. Ah, that's not a good feeling. You got to be excited. I can't wait to get to work. There's something there, you know. I can't wait to be my so I said, yeah, because there's something when I get there, mother. It's something that brings me joy. And this is what brings me joy. I I sell real estate. I was I was good realtor, best salesman, everything. Good money. You know, real estate, everything. So it's not about the money. It's something about ministry for me. Ministry is what wakes me up. Ministry is what drives me. Ministry. And I had one lady say, well, how do you do it? How do you pay? You know, I know you know the, the real estate business. You know, you know, like I said, your faith muscle better be, better be activated. Because people will come and say things that will try to temper your faith. They will come and say things to try to make you doubt what God has already said. They will come and say things to make you start thinking about these worldly things these pressures of this world no you gotta know that you know if god called you to it he gonna make sure that he gets you through it amen so you gotta make sure that your faith is in him so i told i said listen i said honey it is only god i said i said my employer is jesus she said i said because he's the one who employed me so if he employed me he gonna provide for me if he employed me he gonna strengthen me if he employed me he gonna help me he gonna push me he gonna activate me he gonna do everything that i need him to do why because he's my employer most employers will use you most employers will drain you but him he will empower me he will electrify me he will glorify me so i'm gonna stay connected to this employer because this employer right here when i get up just in the morning i feel afresh even that night 
work so hard. When I get up in the morning, I'm still ready to go. Amen. When I get up in the morning, I'm ready to do whatever God is saying to do. Sometimes it's not easy, but you just got to keep on praying and trusting God. And when you get there, he'll make a way out of no way. Amen. So I love doing what I do for God. Amen. And I say, if I can't do what I need to do for God, I don't know where I'll be. Amen. Because it's just something about serving God. I don't so many houses. I don't serve many businesses. I don't work in many corporations, have best, the best jobs, corporate jobs, been successful, had all of that, big houses, all of that. But guess what? My, I'm so content now with just serving God because he still take good care of me. I still look good. I still feel good. Only because of God. Amen. It's only because of him that allows me to shine bright in dark places. It's only because of him that allows me to not to go hungry. Come on now. It's only because of him that allows me to be able to pay three rents. Hallelujah. Three electrics. Hallelujah. Three internets. Hallelujah. And it ain't by my job. Glory. And I don't get paid a salary. And I'm not on payroll. But it's only by the grace of God. And I'm not beguiling people out of their money. Hallelujah. I'm not begging people for money. Glory to God. It is God that's touching the people's heart and letting the people sow into him. Amen. Hallelujah. Because why? I'm in relationship with him. When you're in relationship with God, he will do everything for you. You won't have to work hard. Now, your faith has to be activated, though. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like, this is going to be easy. When you are truly dependent on God, your faith has to be at another level. Because there's going to be some things that's going to come, and it's going to be like, Lord, are you sure? Lord, you said you're going to do this. Lord, you said you got me. Lord, you said everything going to be all right. You got to really be grounded, your faith. You can't allow these things that's going on around you to get in, 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 in your, your mind. Because you will begin to what? Doubt. You will begin to lose hope. You got to, excuse me, David had to encourage himself. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Sometimes people going to think you crazy. Why? Because you're encouraging yourself. People going to think you're losing your mind. You got to encourage yourself. People going to say, you know what? I need to drop you off to the hospital on the eighth floor because you encouraging yourself. You got to encourage yourself. People would think you out of your mind when you begin to encourage yourself. People would think, hey, something wrong with him because you're encouraging yourself. But you can't allow what people think because God will always fight for you. Amen. He will always be there for you. So that's why you got to protect your mind. You got to protect your mind through the word of God. Because faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. Amen. Because the word of God, it cultivates your spirit. It cultivates your, 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 it allows you to hear the voice of God. It allows you to, to hear him. So he gives you direction. It allows you to take away all those cloudy thoughts. Because, you know, the enemy come in and plant lies. You know, you can really be liking somebody and God has really called you to them and they're going to really be a blessing to you. And the enemy um, um, causes offense. He make you feel like, oh, you know, they, is they saying this? And Because and, I'm going to tell you this. I, I don't like texting. Texting is like another way of confusion. Because the text always get turned around. The enemy, I know it happened to me. I had to go back and say, oh, I apologize because I looked at the text wrong. I looked at the 
to look at the text in an offense. But really, in reality, it wasn't an offense. So that's why I was like, you know what? I said, no. I said, I'm texting. I don't like texting. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Because texting sometimes causes confusion. The enemy makes you think something that's not there. I'm telling you all the time. All the time I have to correct, my, like tell somebody, like, no, it's not like that. Like, no. You know, I'm a very direct person, but I'm a person that's a direct and love, though. Because the Lord said in this time of season, you have to be so direct and love, but truth. Because it is so many false prophecies, false people that are out there that's twisting the truth. And if you're not careful, you will mistake. Come on now. A truth, the lie, it's a lie. But, but they, they, they were twisted to make it seem like it's truth. So you got to be very careful on how you perceive it, how you look at it. Amen. So I said, Lord, I don't like texting because texting, but that is the now generation. Everybody texts, even in love, your parents. People don't pick up the phone no more. You know, hey, mama, how you doing? I'm living. Everything okay. Bye. I love you. No. They just text everything. They don't call and say, Mama, I love you. I'm living. I took a bath. I'm all right. I got my hair cut. No. They text you, hey, how you doing? All right, I'm out of here. Bye. They don't pick up the phone no more. No. It's important that we pick up the phone. It's important that we just say, hey, I love you. You know, because we're not promised today or tomorrow. Look what COVID-19 did. People had plans for 2022 this day to get married on this day. And they're not here. They had, they paid money. They paid deposits for marriages to have. Come on, they're not here. COVID-19 took them out. So we have to thank God. We have to pick up the phone and love on one another. You know, we have to pick up the phone. You know, on Father's Day, the Lord told me, he said, no, you go visit some of your sons who the Lord had you um, be a blessing to in their ministry. And that day, and I thank God for even our service time because people say, when it starts early, I say it's early glory. You get it early. This is what God gave. Amen. But it gave me a time to be able to go to their ministry because their ministry start later. And I was able to go be a blessing to them. Amen. So sometimes you just got to hear God's voice. Amen. And be faithful. Amen. And that's hearing the word of God because God is telling you what? To go. Because when you go and you're doing what God has called you to do, you don't know how you're impacting somebody's life. Like, mother, what you're doing, you're impacting your son's life. You're impacting his life, too, bringing him to a new place, a place of opportunity. Not saying that it wasn't an opportunity there, because I believe wherever we are is an opportunity. You have to make the opportunity work. Amen. Hallelujah. Because I tell people all the time, I say, oh, no, I'll be back going to Ghana. Amen. It's opportunity there for me. But everybody want to come to America. Hallelujah. And I'm like, oh, are you sure? Do you know the gym that you have in Africa? Do you know the peace that you got in Africa? Do you know just how blessed you are just to be in Africa? But everybody want to come to America. Hallelujah. More bills, more problems. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But I thank God, amen, that God gave me an opportunity to be in America to learn different things. But I believe and know for sure that um, my home, my my home country, hallelujah, Africa, I'll travel, Nigeria, Cameroon, hallelujah, South Africa, amen, London, I know I'll travel to all those places, amen, but at the end of the day, I'm thankful because it's only through God, amen, so faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, and the Bible allows us to see God work through us, amen, and it reminds us daily 
how God moves mountains out of our life because it's the word of God hallelujah that gives us strength it's the word of God that brings us intimate with God because he is the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God so because it's God in his word he's the word so when you in the word of God you're just communion with God you're right there with God you don't have to wait to come to church to be with God you get in your word you can be with God sitting right there in your living room sitting right there in your car sitting right there wherever you are you can be right there communion with God my daughter didn't even tell me she was coming she surprised me God bless you amen she looked like uh sister Antoinette when I looked up and I looked again but it's you hallelujah amen so we thank God for you amen hallelujah we thank God for you, son, amen, as well, hallelujah, and mother. But I, I just tell you that the, the word, the activation, my microphone is trying to go out on me. So um, the word of God, so also our relationship with God, amen, is through the word of God as well as through our praise, amen. It's our praise that also, what, sees the enemy running. It is our praise that um, allows the heavens to be opened upon us amen and it is um through our praise that we're able to communicate with god because even through praise it brings deliverance amen it brings a breakthrough it's something about praising god amen because first of all the enemy knows that he has no ability to praise anymore because he was praised amen god the way god created him oh my god when he breathed amen he breathed like and it was praise when he breathed it was what worship when he breathed it was a tune it was something glorious amen but he began to what look at god and thought he can be god he thought he can just take the place of god and there's no way that we should ever think that we can ever take the place of god that's why we shouldn't lift people up amen we shouldn't lift people up to such a high standard because at the end of the day we're human and we will fall. We, we we were not perfect. Amen. So we shouldn't lift people up so high to where it's like God is second. No, God is first. I always tell people, no, you know, I'm, I'm second because God, the kings of kings is first. Amen. He will always be first. And through our praise, it allows us to what? Begin to believe the promises of God. It grows our faith. It allows our heart to be overflowed to knowing that in our praise, God is answering us amen praise gives us a form of thanksgiving for um praise give us a form of praise um praise give us the ability to express our gratitude towards god when we're able to praise we're able to show god how thankful we are or how grateful you know a lot of times we got to pump people up like well praise god give god a praise you know praise his name go ahead and shabak him you know listen i don't even need no music i don't need no drums I don't need, listen, all I need is, is just a flashback. All I need is just a flashback. That's all I need is just a flashback. Let me just flashback and just see what how God been good to me. Let me just get a flashback and just see what God brought me through. Let me just have a flashback and see how God not only saved me, but how he renewed my mind. You know, most people say, I almost lost my mind. Um, excuse me, son. I know you probably never heard this, but this is a, a apostle. She lost her mind. Hallelujah. But God gave me a renewed mind. Hallelujah. A right mind. Amen. The best mind that I ever had. Amen. And I thank God for losing my mind because if I didn't ever lose my mind, I wouldn't know what a right mind is. Hallelujah. So I just can take a flashback and just look back 
and see what God brought me out of the dungeons and brought me out of a dark hole, a hole where I was selling drugs, I was doing all type of things, and it was only by the grace of God, my God, hallelujah, he brought me from the from the dark dark place, amen, brought me from a place of smoking, a place of drinking, hey, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 it don't look like it, but I, he brought me from that place, amen, so when I just think and just have a flashback, nobody ain't got to tell me to praise my God, to shout on my God, to give him the glory, to magnify him, I ain't praising him because you here, I'm praising him, even if you ain't here, I praise him in my house, when it's only me, glory, I praise him going in, I praise him going out, matter of fact, if I feel something really good, I'm in my car, I may just open up that door and just give God a praise, I may just get on the highway, stop my car, pull on the side of the world and just give God a praise, shout to him, magnify him, and they may say, you don't take all of that, I may just even praise my wig off, I may just even praise my eyelashes off, I may just even praise, hallelujah, God, please, my clothes off, hallelujah, but I got my Holy Ghost clothes on, I got my armor of God on, I'm going to continue to praise him, I'm going to continue to magnify him, I'm going to glorify him, I ain't going to stop praising him, I ain't going to stop chabocking him, I ain't going to stop talking about him, so if it's getting on your nerves, I hope it's, 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 it's irritating your demons, because I'm going to keep on talking about him, I'm going to keep on praising him, I'm going to keep on raising his name up, if you don't like it, I don't care, because I know one day, one day, you're going to be praising him with me, you're going to be shouting with me, you're going to be glorifying him with me, so all I'm doing right now is just activate your demons, to allow them demons to know that they have to go to be cast out, because you got a praise in you, and that praise is about to come out, that praise is about to be lifted up, so I'm telling you, don't stop giving God a praise, don't stop lifting up his name, don't stop glorifying his name, don't stop calling on his name, because it's only in the name of Jesus that's going to get you through every circumstance, get you through everything that you're going through, it's something about his name, the name of Jesus, it's above all names, and every knee has to bow, and every tongue has to confess that he is your Lord, he is your Savior, he will lift you up in your lonely places, uh, he'll cast you in the place that nobody thought you would go, it's something about the name of Jesus, uh, he is a name uh, above all names, uh, and he'll put a praise in your mouth, uh, even if you can't sing, uh, you'll begin to you'll begin to praise him, uh, you'll begin to shabak him, uh, you'll begin to lift him up, uh, you'll begin to turn around uh, and place your feet on the solid ground, uh, and you'll have your own dance, uh, and everybody got their dance, uh, it depends on your problems, it depends on where you brought you from, uh, your dance ain't like my dance, and your, my dance ain't like your dance, uh, but we all got a holy dance, uh, it's a difference in the dance, uh, the dance is holy, my God, my God, uh, it ain't something that's provocative, uh, but it's something that is holy uh, and acceptable unto God, uh, so when I give him a praise, uh, the heavens is open, uh, the angels is descending, uh, and they're going where I need them to go, uh, it's something about your praise, uh, you gotta learn to praise them in the midnight hour, praise them in your problems and your circumstances, uh, pray them in um, everything that you may not have, uh, if you give God a praise, uh, I'm telling you when you wake up, uh, and the more, your, your tomorrow ain't gonna be like yesterday, uh, it's gonna be a better day, uh, but you gotta praise him. It was in my praise that he began to break things in my children's life. It was there, it was my praise that began to break things in my family. It was in my praise that began to break my addictions. It was in my praise that began to break those things that was not of him. It is something about 
his praise. Praise is a much deeper level of gratitude that forces us to get closer to God. And guess what? Our praise really tap, tap, tap the hand of God. Our praise can force God. Our praise can force God. Our praise can force God to move before he said he'll move. Did you know that? Do you know your praise can make God move out of the time that he was going to move for you? He can move suddenly. He can, he can, he, because see, your praise is what released that sacrifice. That praise is what released that him knowing that, oh, she's serious. He's serious. This ain't no joke. They for real. Amen. So it is through your praise. A praise is much deeper. It's a much deeper level of gratitude that focus on God and who he is. Our praise should not be abandoned. Our praise should not be based on somebody else's agenda. But our praise should come out of our heart. Our praise should be lifted up to the most higher standard. Our praise is not just our lifestyle. Hallelujah. But our praise is our everything. Because praise we lose, release faith. Our worship, our worship, our worship is very important unto God. Our obedience is also through our faith. Amen. Because obedience involves us to take that first step in faith. It gives us the ability to develop our faith. Because James 1 and 3 says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance have a chance to grow. Amen. So if we're never tested, how's our faith going to be able to grow? It's through our test, our faith that grow. It is through our faith, our test grow. In Revelations 12 and 11, how we overcome Satan. Amen. He's the cruiser of the uh, brethren. We overcome him by what? The blood of the lamb and the word, word of our testimony. The blood of Jesus. It was the blood of Jesus. See, the blood of Jesus carried so much power. The blood of Jesus carried too much because it was the blood that was shed on Calvary. It was the blood that allowed us to get to where we needed to be. It was the blood of Jesus that allowed us to persevere through everything. Amen. And it's through our testimonies. Amen. Because our testimonies allows us to, to people to know that we are overcomers. It shows how faithful we have served unto the Lord. Amen. And how worthy and confident that we are in trusting in him. That it's only through him that allow us to persevere and to make it to the other side. So we had to be able to trust him. We had to be able to have confidence in him. Not confidence in our job or confidence in what people say, but we had confidence in God. Amen. It was the confidence that we had in God. Hallelujah. Our faith moves mountains. Amen. Our faith moves mountains, meaning that we can speak to our mountains and our mountains have to what? Be gone. Has to leave. Amen. You know, you, you will never know how big your faith is if you've never spoke to your mountain. If you continue to hide behind your mountain, you have to speak to your mountain. You have to let your mountain know, hey, you're not in control of me. Because I know that um, uh, Mount um, Everest weigh over 300, um, 300 tons, 300,000 tons. But if the Bible says you can speak to your mountain, your mountain has to be removed. That 300,000 ton mountain, that means that if I can move that mountain, then how big is my circumstances? My circumstances is not even that big. So we have to be able to speak to our mountain now. Amen? So uh, I'm going to stop right there on that teaching on the faith, and we'll come back next week because I just want to give you all a couple words of 
um, encouragement before we leave here today. But I believe that the Lord has spoken through just this word, amen. This is a year of faith. This is a year of faith, amen. And every year from now it is, but I'm talking about right now. We're living in a time right now that if your faith is not activated, you're not making it. You're not making it. You're not making it. Your faith has to be activated to another level in God because you really got to know that it's God. It's not, it's, not, it's not even in our jobs because today you, you hide and tomorrow you find. I'm just saying today the job here and tomorrow the job moves overseas. I'm just saying. So you can't be dependent on your jobs. You can't be dependent on people. You got to be dependent on God. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to be dependent on the things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So I just want to go here to the book of. Are y'all feeling something today with just the faith, amen, what the Lord is, is doing, amen, hallelujah, amen. He is doing something great. I just want to encourage you all today in the book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, amen. It says, not that I have already attained or I'm ready perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of Jesus Christ and I put no confidence or dependence in the flesh and on outward privileges and physical advantages and eternal appearances. Though for myself, I have let, I have to rely on the flesh. If any other man considers that he has or seems to have the reason to rely on the flesh and his physical and outward advantage, I have still more. Amen. But this is what Paul said. Circumcised when I was eight days old, a man of the race of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew, Hebrews. When um, I was of the law, I was of the Pharisees. So in other words, Paul is saying, you know, I was of the best. You know, I was a Hebrew of Hebrew. Amen. He was saying, I was reading out the Amplified Version. Amen. He said that he was what? Circumcised. So in other words, what he was saying, he was saying, don't put your confidence in flesh. Put your confidence in God. Because when you put your confidence in flesh, you will always lose. You have to put your confidence in God. Your confidence has to be in God. You can't put your confidence in your education. You can't put your confidence in you, even in your anointing. Even in your, your calling. You have to put your confidence in God. Because it is God that gives the anointing. It is God that gives the glory. It is God that gives all things. So you have to put your confidence in God. Mother, you can't put your confidence in man. You can't say, oh, because he's with me today or she's with me today, it's going to be all right. No, you got to put your confidence in God because they may leave you today. They may leave you tomorrow and they may even leave you years from now. But when your confidence is in God, then if they leave, it doesn't matter. If they go, it doesn't matter because my confidence is in God. That's why whatever we do, we have to do it unto God. If you're going to sow in this ministry, do it unto God. Don't do it unto apostle. Do it unto God because if apostle offends you, I don't want you to leave God. And what happens is when we get offended by people, we leave God because we leave the people. 
We're not just going to leave anyway. We're not going to leave offended. We're not going to leave because you never know that you may have to go back through that door. See, it's not just where you end up. It's how you leave. Not where you end up, how you leave. Because it's going to allow you to come back through that door. When I was in ministry, God had me go through, I call it universal. Hallelujah. He wanted me to understand that there are different religious, religion. There's different backgrounds of Christianity. So he had me understand Muslim. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm just saying, not just understanding what it is, but what about being married to one? Glory to God. See, God will allow you to be in something, not just tell you about it. Come on now. So you can understand it. Glory. That wasn't it. Then he said, I'm taking you to holiness. Had to understand what holiness was because I came out of the world. So I came in with ponytails and short skirts and little shirts and, and all that. And I remember the mother sitting next to me when they heard the song, Jesus going up. He's going up. He's going up. She'll come and sit back and say, hey, sweetie, how you doing? Praise God. God bless you. You know, God loves you. He loves you all the time. And he going to keep on, keep on just loving on you. And then she took her shawl and just put it around my shoulder. But she was still just talking about how good God was. She wasn't saying, well, your skirt too small. Let me put this over your knees. You ain't got no long sleeve shirt on. Let me put this. No, she didn't say none of that. She just easily took her shawl and just put it over my knees and was just telling me how good God was. And put something else on my shoulder. And by that time, the Holy Ghost arrested me. Because next week, uh, I was at the store and I was buying skirts coming down to my ankles, my God. Uh, I was buying slips to go up under my shirt. Uh, I was buying jackets to cover my arm, my God, my God. Uh, I didn't want nothing to show. Uh, I didn't want nobody to see nothing. The Holy Ghost will arrest you just like that, my God. Uh, so they ain't got to come and bash you uh, and say, don't wear this, wear that. Uh, all you got to do is just gently. Uh, and just talk about the goodness of Jesus. All you got to do is just love on them and God will begin to cover them. Amen, amen. But what I didn't know, I was being caught up in the religious spirit because I was dressing down and doing all this. I was becoming so religious. I began to condemn people. I began to say you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. And one day, i never forget, I went into this African church and the women of God that came in there they came in, uh, um, pastors, uh, and they had on their clothes. Uh, it was very elegant, uh, even though they had a little bit off the shoulder, uh, but it was still nice and elegant. Uh, and I was looking like, oh, they they supposed to be pastors and apostles. They're supposed to be dressed. And the Spirit of God arrested me like that, my God. Uh, and ever since then, the Lord changed my dress, my God. Uh, Lord, I'm telling you, uh, God will do something right. That was a holiness church. Uh, then he took me to a word church. Uh, the word of God was being preached. Uh, we had Sunday school, after school, after school, just all Bible school, began to get into the word of God, my God, then he took me to a Baptist church, my God, I began to see how the Baptist lived, took me to an apostolic church, saw the apostolic and the prophetic and how it moved, took me to a prophetic church, showed me how things moved, and now by the grace of God, he showed me that it's all about his church, but the church that I came from, my dad, I never forget, I told him, the Lord is called calling me, calling me to a higher place in God. He always told me I was special. He always told me I was a blessing. He always told me that I was going to do great things in the kingdom of God. I didn't know after three years that God was going to use me, my God. I was already speaking to him and saying what thus said. The Lord didn't even know. I was operating in the, in, the, in the gift of the prophetic glory to God. 
but he was hearing God. And when I came to him, and let me tell you, God is so good. When he really wants you like that, he'll say, I'm going to have you call my name. But matter of fact, I'm going to have you call yourself into the kingdom. My first lady, her name was Robin. My other spiritual mother, her name was Robin. Come on. The other lady that I met in the, in the house of God, her name was Robin. So when I called their name Robin, I was calling myself into the kingdom of God. Not even doing how bad God wanted me, my God, my God. And still today, they're still my mothers. So I'm still calling myself in higher and higher when I call their names. But when I told my father it's time for me to go, he said, I know that it's God. It's okay that you go. I thought there was going to be a little hurt, but he knew I had to go into my call. And my first sermon, I'll never forget. When I said, Dad, are you coming? He was right there in the front row, my God, to support me in ministry. And every time after that, he was there to support me in ministry. Even today, the two fish and five low ministry that I go out and I cook in the community, it started up under his ministry. He was doing it in his ministry. The same anointing fell on me. And I'm doing the same thing. And I always tell my mom and dad, I am the fruit from y'all tree. I'm going hard after God. So if y'all don't know nothing else, huh? if the enemy try to lie to you and say you didn't do this right or do that right, just look at me. I am the fruit from the tree that came from your ministry. Come on now. Sometimes the enemy will try to make you feel like you're less worthy than what you are. He'll try to make you feel like you have nothing. But all you got to do is look at the fruit and say the fruit don't fall too far from the tree. If you see that fruit that is prospering, if you see that fruit that is moving, know that it was something that you sowed into that fruit, my God. So you don't let the enemy keep lying to you. And I tell you to this day, they're still my parents. Still to the day, I can call on them. And one day, one day, I said, Daddy, I need the truck. He said, Daughter, you can have it. Come on now. See, it's only by God that will give you what you need, my God, my God. So I'm telling you, don't mess up the door that God allowed you to come in. Because you never know if you have to go back through that door. You never know if you have to go back to that place. I've learned it ministry this thing keep the meat and throw away the bone they may not like you and they may not care for you but I look at it like this every ministry that I come from even if it was good or bad it was something for my good come on now because the bible says he's working it out for my good so even if they wasn't right even if they didn't do it right I know how to do it right come on now I know how to do it right even though they may wasn't right I know how to do it right and condemn them. I don't have to sit and say what they didn't do. I know what to do right. Amen. But I'm still praying for them. I'm not talking about them. I'm not saying what they... I know that he worked it out for my good. I know what I went through. I had to go through that. I know what they said about me. Okay. Because they killed Jesus and they said many things about Jesus. But at the end of the day he still rise. He's still resurrected and he's still living. Glory to God. So they're going to talk about you. They're going to lie on you. They're going to do all things against you. And they're going to even try to kill you. Ah, because they killed Jesus. But I thank yeah. God that he died for me. 
uh, because they may try to kill my spirit, but they can't kill my soul, my God, my God. They can't kill it because the Lord God is in me, and because he's in me, uh, no matter what dark come at me, uh, I can put up my seal of faith and bounce back to send the glory to God. I can call coals on their head by fire if they don't repent, and I know my God, my God, will fight on my behalf, glory to God, because he is my rock, he is my fortress, uh, he is my shield, and he's my buckler, and it's only him that I can call on, and thank God uh, that he's my defender, because if I have to worry about calling on this person or that person, I know they may not show up, uh, but my Lord God, uh, he's always on time, and he will never leave me nor forsake me, he's always with me to the end, so I tell y'all on today, know that wherever God is taking you, and wherever you're going to God, just trust in him, and know that no matter where you come from, what you have, what you think you have, just know that everything that you do have is come from the Lord. Because Paul even said that even though he was a Hebrew of Hebrew, he was circumcised on the eighth day. He was of the best. But at the end of the day, he was nothing. He was only through, it was only through Christ Jesus that made him be what he is to what was in that day. So we have to base everything on Christ Jesus. If he get us that job, it's only because of him. If he get us here in America, it's only because of him. But know that he didn't get us here in America or get us over wherever we go because we here Americans will be trying to go to another country. He ain't taking us over there for us just to live good, but he's taking us over there to be ambassadors of Christ. He's taking us over there to be ministers of Christ. He's taking us over there to do the work of God. Amen? So know that there's a purpose in your coming. Know that there's a purpose in wherever you're going. And know that when you get there, if you keep God first in your life, I ain't talking about just showing up to church every Sunday because that's not having God in your life. I'm talking about having him in your heart, having an intimacy relationship with him and knowing him. And then, yes, you come to the local church. But first, you have to be in relationship with him because you have a relationship with him. It's going to bring you to the local church. If you ain't got relationship or intimacy with him, you will go in and out of the church. You won't care about that. So stay in God, trust in God, and know. And if you do that, he will be in you. Amen. And glory to God. Amen. So we give God the glory. We give God the honor. Amen. We magnify his name. We thank everybody for joining us. Amen. On today. And I know for sure that this word was a word that touched your heart, a word that you can take to the bank and make a withdrawal. And we thank God for you all showing up today. We thank God for all those that are live. And like I said, again, this is the month after this Sunday, we will not be on Facebook. Amen. We will just be on the podcast. So I was, we're going to send out a flyer to let you know all the podcasts that we have. We have over 15 different podcast platforms. Amen. So you'll be able to listen in on the podcast. You'll be listening on Zoom, which is YouTube. But we're coming off of the Facebook social media platform. That is what the Lord has given to me to do. Amen. So I'm going to obey God. And I know the ministry is going to reach higher. Amen. But um, we will send the link on the Facebook. So you'll be able to tap into the link, but you will have to come into the podcast. So we're no longer uh, be live on the Facebook uh, platform. Amen. Hallelujah. So we just thank God for that. And we're going to our um, week service on Tuesdays and uh, Wednesdays. We still have the counseling online or in person. Online is from 532. Um, 8.30 and then from 9 to, excuse me, um, 5.30 to uh, 6.30 and then from 7 to 9 is um, in person. So Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 7 to 9, in person at the church, 15-minute segments are online, 5.30 to 6.30 on uh, Tuesdays.
Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then Thursdays is our biblical study, 6.30 to 7.30. And I believe this Thursday we'll have uh, uh, Reverend Samuel, who he'll be talking about vision, the vision test. So we'll be talking about the vision test. Last week we talked about the, oh, no, 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 I'll be finishing up. So I'll be finishing up the, um, I'll be finishing up the warfare test. And then the following week he'll come on and talk about the vision test. That's right, because I have to finish up the, the, uh, the war test. And then he'll come on and talk about the vision test. So we'll have him come on. And then um, and then we won't be out um, serving the food on Tuesday. It'll just be every last Tuesday um, of the month that we'll be at the New Day Market. And then also on the 16th of July, they're doing a um, cookout. So they're going to invite everybody in the community. So um, July the 16th, the um, interested people come up to New Day African Market. They're doing a cookout all day. They'll be cooking. And they'll be just giving out things. So I'll be there, Avan, with a booth there, just greeting everybody. They ask me to come as well to be part. So I'll be there. Um, so um, come on out and enjoy, eat, music. So they're just giving back to the community. They changed the name of the African market. Now it's called New Day African Market. So they're actually just um, doing a name um, celebration of the new name for the African market right here on Camelot, 5150 Camelot. Um, building, um, is that building one? Yeah, building one. So um, just come there. They'll be right there on the side. So you'll see the tents and everything right there. So even if you can't stay, just come by and just show your support. Amen. That'll be July the 16th. Amen. And then on July the 17th, I'll be, um, I have to get the um, information. I'll be at um, Apostle Gugar's church. I'll send that out to you guys, the the um, address, I'll be ministering there at um, 4 o'clock. It's, it's on a Sunday, so it'll be uh, afternoon service. We'll still be here in the morning. Then at 4 o'clock, I'll be there. So um, if y'all can come out and support me, I really love y'all to come on out. I'll send y'all the address. Actually, it's about three minutes from y'all house, the church. It's three minutes from y'all house. It's right, right there, so it's really close. So, and Mother, I'll come. Mother Felice, I'll come get you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, yeah, so we, we, we want to come out and support um, the ministry there. So we, we're going on behalf of um, Apostle Gugar's church. Amen. Apostle Gugar and his wife, Stephanie, Pastor Stephanie. And then um, we're speaking um, on behalf of um, Prophetess Tammy. Amen. She is actually the one that they have given the month of July to. And she have called in different speakers to speak. So um, she called me and we met. We actually fellowshiped at a church maybe about six years ago. And she always, um, you know, keep me in prayer. I keep her in prayer. And she asked me, Apostle, would you like to come and speak for us? So I wanted to go and support her program. So I told her I would come. Amen. So um, we just thank God for that. And so far, that's it. So far, all the things that's going on. The food pantry is always open. So you can always come by appointment, 419-594-6372. And my son said, you know what, Mother, I saw you somewhere. Do you do, like, TV, you know, to I receive it, amen, because I, I know for sure one day, one day, the Lord is going to give us um, our own TV, hallelujah, um, show, amen, that is going to be able to promote the kingdom of God, amen, and um, and I know that it's going to be worldwide to really bring in those that speak the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and just bring in those just to, you know, help them in ministry, so he, he prophetically spoke, amen, he didn't know, but he prophetically spoke, amen. Hallelujah, I received it, and I'll make sure that I call you in for uh, Backpass VIP when it happens. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. So we thank God for you as well. 
So we're going to go ahead and end our service. And again, we just thank God for your life. I thank you for being here in Jesus' name. And we're going to go ahead and end in prayer. And um, if there's any um, 